while we kind of just kind of begin, why don't you tell us a little about yourself? Um, how did you, where are you from? How did you come to know the Lord? So um, my parents were missionaries in Ethiopia. My mom is actually here tonight, right back there. My parents were missionaries with uh, SIM, which is a mission agency that's based in Charlotte. And I grew up in Ethiopia in an amazing uh, Christian and mission-focused home. And I ended up in Charlotte after college um, where I was going to church with, with Rachel and Stephen. And um, I, would, I, I accepted Christ uh, in, in a sandbox when I was two <laughs> and then probably again when I was five with a little more understanding of that. Yeah. And, um, uh, but, but I think I fully understood the depth of God's grace um, in college uh, after a time away from the Lord. And um, when I came back, I realized that, um, that, that his grace is even for, for Christians and for good people who, have, who, who think they're good and then realize uh, how much they still need the Lord. So that's a short version of my trajectory. <laughs> uh, well, how did uh, the Lord get you from Charlotte to Bolivia? When I was in college, the director of this uh, mission agency that I'm a part of now came and spoke and talked about um, living among the very, very broken people that, that they minister to in, in India and in Romania and in Bolivia and living among these um, people that are the most vulnerable of the world's poor, basically the people that no one is reaching out to. And I was struck by um, by the idea of, of, of living in the slums among these um, amazing people that don't have a lot of options. And so uh, after teaching in Charlotte for a couple years, I, I kind of remember that and felt the Lord's release to go to, go to Bolivia and to get to know these women in, in the brothels that uh, didn't know that they had any options other than what they were doing. Well, how did the, the, the beginning of Sujasana kind of arise? When I, when I got to Bolivia, um, there was already a team that was uh, going to the red light district every month, uh, sorry, every week, a couple times a week, and getting to know these women. But um, I met women, I, actually, one of those women in the video um, looked at me in the eye and said, when are you going to give me a job? If you give me a job, I will leave tonight. And it just stuck with me. And so we immediately started planning. Uh, we, had our, we already had a ministry, and we were providing a little bit of rehabilitation. But we knew that if we didn't offer them employment, they could take that rehabilitation. They could even accept Christ. And they wouldn't have any other option to feed their kids other than going back to those brothels that night. And so we wanted to offer them an, a real option that they could be trained, they could be uh, they could have uh, benefits and medical insurance, and they would be able to provide for their children. Um, and so we we founded this social enterprise, this, um, this... Uh, Mic number two. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we founded Sutisana as a, a place where they could um, receive holistic care you know, not just physical, not just spiritual, but every aspect of their life that had been broken by this abuse and by this trafficking, uh, we wanted to start on a path of restoration with them. 
How long has Sutta Sada been around? We've been around for 10 years, but the, we had no idea what we were doing the first couple years. Um, and as you guys have already seen with those products back there, we've gotten a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> amen, amen. Well, you've been there for 10 years and seeing God do some uh, tremendous work. What are some things that you have seen God do and maybe some highlights uh, in the ministry? Um, well, one of the most amazing things, of course, is when a woman um, truly comes to Christ and she uh, lays her life down and is able to say, uh, not only is Christ healing me from my past, but he's in charge of my future. Um, so I've had the privilege of being part of some of these women's baptisms and also um, the uh, recently we've seen some of these women be restored in their relationship with church. Um, a lot of them see kind of us as a ministry as their church, and that's not the end goal because they need a church family that can continue to walk with them for life. And so very recently, some of them have started to get integrated into churches that, are, that have been incredibly welcoming to them. So to me, that is one of the most amazing things that's happening. Can I mention what's happening in Bolivia too? Yes, please. So yes. Um, another, besides just the ministry, uh, these last few weeks have been very crazy in Bolivia um, because there was a, uh, recently we had an election and the, the incumbent president was running for his fourth term, which is un unconstitutional. He's not allowed to run for a fourth term. But um, when, the election, when the results were coming in, all of a sudden it seemed like uh, he was going to have to have a runoff with his opposition opponent and they stopped those election results for 24 hours. And when they started them again, all of a sudden the incumbent president was way ahead and was clearly going to win. So everyone started screaming fraud and there have been protests in the streets for the last two weeks. Um, strangely enough, not really strange if we know our sovereign God, the guy, the, the opposition leader that has been arranging these protests is, all, is a Christian. And along with these protests for justice, he's also been having prayer meetings alongside, sometimes in the same protests. There'll be a prayer meeting right alongside. And um, this incumbent president is very animistic and he's been taking, um, he's been taking Bolivia down a, very, down a cultish path. And today, literally a couple minutes before I walked into this service, my husband texted me and said that the president has resigned finally and that the opposition leader walked into the presidential palace and put a Bible down on the Bolivian flag and said, we are claiming Bolivia for Christ. And that the crowds outside that were protesting started chanting, Bolivia is not the property of Mother Nature. We are the property of Christ. Amen. Amen. That just happened like an hour ago, right? <laughs> Insane. Um, well, you have some products back here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about those, uh, those products, about the, the process of, of making them and, and how we could be praying for you and uh, the Sutasana ministry. Yeah. So one of the amazing things that we found, and I'm sure you guys know, is how restorative work can be. So um, these women who have been in, uh, in, a, in a violent and abusive work situation are now in a safe environment, and we have the privilege of training them on how to make every single one of those products back there made of leather and wool, all Bolivian materials, as you guys saw in the video. And uh, I, it, it's the greatest privilege of my life to be working alongside them every day as they continue to, to 
expand their creativity and as we continue to make products. So we sell these online, but um, I wanted to give uh, a Park Baptist a 20% discount tonight because uh, because of Rachel and Stephen, <laughs> because of Pastor Dave. <laughs> um, so anything that you find back there is 20% off tonight. That's wonderful. Well, how can we be praying specifically for you and for your ministry? Um, I didn't expect uh, a governmental coup to happen while I was in the States. And so my husband and, and two daughters are back in Bolivia. But um, even, even though the president just resigned, praying for their safety and um, it, pr production in Sutisana has slowed down a lot because we haven't been able to get the raw materials because of all the civil unrest. So praying that we can get back on track. Um, but most importantly, praying for uh, the staff's spiritual and emotional health. Um, as, it's a, as you can imagine, um, a ministry that's open to a lot of spiritual attack. And um, also just the, the Sutisana women as they walk closer to Christ and um, as they make that decision to follow him for the rest of their lives. Amen. Well, I'm going to pray uh, for Kara. In the back, there's plenty of things that you can kind of look at and learn more about the ministry. Um, right after this, she's going to run down and talk to the folks at Amazing Grace and then be back up here after the service if you want to learn more about the ministry and, and any more of these products. Uh, so let's, let's uh, go to the Lord in prayer. Uh, Heavenly Father, we do thank you so much uh, for Kara and just her, her love for you. And uh, we thank you so much for saving her by your grace and giving her godly parents and uh, giving her a heart for the nations, even at, the, at a young age. We pray, God, that you would continue to, to, to use her mightily in Bolivia. Father, we do pray for that nation. We pray as this transition happens that it truly would be a, a, a revolution for the gospel. That as the new president takes over, that it would be a, a reign for Christ. Uh, that Bolivia would be taken for the Lord Jesus. We pray for her husband and daughters. We pray, God, you can keep them safe during this unrest. We also pray uh, for normality, God, that uh, because of all the civil unrest, things have slowed with the business. We pray, God, that things would come back to normal so they continue to, uh, to produce uh, quality materials that people can purchase and, uh, to help these women in, in trouble. Father, we do thank you for these women who are serving and growing and learning. We thank you for the value of work and the gift that it is. We, we pray, Lord, that these women would continue to work unto you. But we do pray, God, that you and your kindness would, would save. God, that the spiritual well-being of these, um, of these women would not only be for their financial sustenance and for their safety. We, we praise God for that. We praise you, Lord. But we also pray that you bring conversion. Call them out of darkness into your wonderful light, that they may see and know uh, Christ as Savior. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.